0: Welcome to the show. The Daver here.
1: What up? i Chad. And Chandler's
2: back this time again as well. What's going on, Dave?
0: Hey, we got the whole crew back. We are coming off of a AEW Dynamite held in Minneapolis, Minnesota, um, from 11, 29, 23. Uh, Yeah, Uh, we got the Continental Classic continuing. We had all Gold League matches tonight. They were all great. Uh, I'm into the whole tournament. I'm into the matches having consequences. I'm into the fact that they're focusing on trying to keep every match a clean win. Nobody at ringside they're, you know, they're trying to give it a little bit of uh, prestige, I guess. Um, Yeah. Uh, How'd you feel about the episode Chandler?
2: Uh, I thought it was a really fun one. Just a lot of really good bell to bell action. Um, And then the two major promos, one I thought was pretty good. One I thought was fairly kind of just so, so, but we'll get to there when we get there. What did you think, Chad?
1: yeah it was a good show um I'm hoping that maybe W is kind of remembering what put themselves on the map which was we do good wrestling uh so hopefully they maybe they're going to concentrate on that a little more uh because yeah like the matchups they had tonight kind of reminded me a little of uh when they first started which they would just be like okay you know let's I just want to have these dream matches tonight and we don't really need a big reason like just throw them all in a tournament and watch some good matches Uh, so yeah, I'm pretty happy that was sort of that's going to be the focus for the next month or so. How about you, Dave? Uh,
0: yeah, yeah, I'm uh really enjoying the flow of the tournament. Uh, they had, I think, really the right people in the tournament. Uh, I might have, you know, maybe flip flopped a few people. Uh, but yeah, even Garcia and Jay Lethal, I feel, are worthy of being in the tournament, even though they're eh, not doing too
2: great. Uh, I think there's only one, one whole person in this entire tournament that I would take out. And one person I would slink or slot right in. You want to know who it is? Yeah. This is my big, bold pitch. Uh, no, no dishonor to him. No shame. I'm not the biggest Jay Lethal fan. I haven't seen him a lot. And his match has always been the least good of all of these Continental Classic matches on Dynamite. So I would take him out, and I would also get rid of, like, eliminate the Continental title that doesn't exist. You put Orange Cassidy in a spot. You put the International title in that spot. You combine those three belts instead of just making a new one. And if you don't like that idea, I'm just going to bring up A... Where where has Orange Cassidy been since uh, Full Gear? And that's it. Where's he been? What's he doing? And, I mean, you know, it gets rid of the international title, but, you know, at least I think that's still better than adding a new one.
0: I'd... Go ahead, Chad. Oh, no, no, After you. Um, I don't love that they're going to have a belt called the continental championship i i really loved the you know all atlantic or the uh what do they call it now what they level it the international international <laughs> uh i liked that that it didn't even <laughs> sound like intercontinental but now i i yeah compared to the intercontinental belt. I, I just don't think it was a good move.
2: That's, that's my only, I'll sorry for cutting you off Chad. That's no, my cool. only like real controversial opinion of this is I was just kind of thinking like, I'm always pitching shit, like how to make things a little bit better. Cause I'm past the point of, well, this should have been a tournament for the world title. I'm like, move past that. That's, that's over and dead. We're in this new era. So I would just say, well, don't make a new, another new title instead maybe but that would actually be one aew title with some lineage a new japan title with lineage and then the ring of honor world title which of course has lineage but i don't know that's all i thought what were you thinking chad
1: oh man uh yeah you guys kind of basically just said it for, for me anyways uh yeah it's interesting but um uh yeah it's also kind of a little still on the convoluted side but who cares the matches are great and i think i don't really care so much about what's on uh, what's at stake so much as like all these like little stories that are coming out of it now like yeah eddie's crisis of confidence uh you know is mox just gonna run through everybody is brian danielson just gonna run through everybody uh or you know are other guys gonna step up you know like shoot roosh that that dude could sneak through and uh go deep or take the whole thing
2: yeah i agree i'm kind of at that point where like don't really care about the stakes i'm just enjoying what's going on right now
0: yeah um i know i'm stuck on the name of the belt but it, it should have been a trophy if anything wrestling trophies uh, go they- hard or if they had to have a belt, call it the Triple Crown Championship. But I it, don't I think call that it is the Continental Championship.
2: I, I think that is what they're going to do. I think at the end of this, it will be called a Triple Crown. Like, I, I think it will be the Triple Crown. But again, I don't know for sure. Yeah.
0: We'll figure but, that out. Uh, anyway. Month. Yeah.
2: One month Anyway, the-
1: over...
0: Yeah, o- overall I-, I love the tournament. I-, I every match has been exhilarating and uh yeah, quite the spectacle. Um I- I'm I'm definitely rooting for Swerve. I want him to win it. But uh if he doesn't, my backup would be Roosh to take the whole thing. Um, I'm really enjoying what I'm seeing from Mark Briscoe one hell of a a singles competitor, unfortunately now. Uh, but yeah, he can, uh, really go, but yeah, let's go ahead and get into match. Number one of the night, uh, gold league match for the continental classic John Moxley versus Jay lethal. Uh, kind of the trend of the match. We got Jay Lethal going after John Moxley's knee after he hurt it. We get a big elbow drop for a two count from Jay Lethal to Moxley. We get Jay Lethal doing a dragon screw from the top rope to John Moxley, which uh, really liked that. We got Moxley hitting the Paradigm Shift and a King Kong Lariat, then a pile dr- Driver for only a two count. That was kind of cool, uh, Lethal kicking out of that. And we finally get a Rear Naked Choke on Jay Lethal for the win. We got Moxley getting another three points, giving him a total of six. Uh, yeah, great match. Uh Jay Lethal definitely uh a little bit out of his league in my mind against John Moxley, but yeah, uh good to see him anyway. I uh I've been a fan of Jay Lethal since the the woo-off <laughs> with Ric Flair. So yeah, kind of a cool thing. Uh how do you feel about John Moxley taking this one, Chad?
1: Um, pretty good. Um, you, the match was actually for me a more competitive than I thought it would be. I thought we were going to see a Moxley steamroll, and the beginning ended up being really very technical. And uh, like I said, I thought Jay got way more, uh, way more in it than um, Mox would have normally let him. Uh, I feel like with all the other things going on, maybe Mox's aura or his kind of diminished or he's turned it down to sort of let everybody else take over because he's had that company on his back for so long uh to me he's kind of just starting to feel like just another dude now and not like the demigod he used to be um but still then just as i'm thinking that then all of a sudden he turns it on and uh hits the dude with a paradigm shift and that lariat and you're like oh nope nope never mind there he is that's the guy i was waiting for uh what do you think chandler you know, I kind of agree
2: with you, Chad. Um, after Full Gear, now, I wouldn't say something like Moxley was buried. That's st- stupid and idiotic. But a little bit of his, like, oh, shit, this is John Moxley. That aura is a little gone. Like, it's a little bit diminished since he lost, pr- like, pretty cleanly to Orange Cassidy. And, again, I'm kind of saying, like, Where's Orange Cassidy been? He hasn't been on the past two Dynamites or the last collision. Maybe he's been on Rampage, but I don't watch Rampage. So, again, back to what I was saying, maybe you just have Moxley win it, and now the or- international title's in this? I don't know. But the match itself was pretty damn good. I especially love the ending, just that pure speed of Moxley getting the kick out and then going, all right, well, I'm just putting you in the fucking choke. Sorry. Flippin' choke. We're going to try to censor ourselves, folks, but he puts them in the flipping Bulldog Choke and uh, ends it quickly. I thought that was a really good, nice ending to the match. I like the sense of urgency these guys t- tend to have when they're like, all right, five minutes left. They're like, oh, I need to end this now. So that's a really nice thing that I've liked so far.
0: Something I kind of like about the whole tournament also is the balancing act that they're doing with, say, Garcia, Lethal, maybe even Mark Briscoe to a certain degree, of the matches have to be competitive. So a byproduct of that is they're building new stars in Jay Lethal, Garcia, and Mark Briscoe. So they're going to come out of this looking great. They're going to be built up to take on bigger names moving forward.
2: I'd like to share that optimism with you. It's like the optimism I'll always have for AEW, but it's also like, well, what happened to Takeshita after he pinned Kenny Omega twice? Nothing. What's happened to Powerhouse Hobbs since he destroyed Jericho? Not much. So I want to have that same optimism of, you know, Jay Lethal and Daniel Garcia and Mark Briscoe will be bigger stars and maybe they'll just be more over with the fans, but I... I'll believe it when I see it.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's uh, actually a pretty pretty good point. You're like the heel that makes good points today, Chandler. I hate to s- <laughs> like, I don't want to be like this, but that's the one thing
2: I'll say is, like, what where's the to been, guys? Where's he at? I miss my boy.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and Hobbs. Uh, yeah, at least although, he was in a promo. Like- yeah, although, you know, I guess QTV is not going to be a thing anymore, so not now he's never going to get on TV.
2: I know Dave is devastated with that oh, yeah. information. <laughs> I, I know you had to take a couple days and like calm down. He'll be in a na- a WWE in no time. Yeah,
0: yeah, he will. Um, he still, he's still some kind of champion in AAA too, oddly enough. But yeah, uh I didn't enjoy anything. QT Marshall offered the viewers so. Uh, yeah, (laughs) after that, we get a Eddie Kingston promo. Uh, he talks about, he got too cocky, uh, putting up, you know, all the championships. Uh, he's got Brian Danielson next and he needs to focus on that and heal up. Uh, yeah, definitely. Uh. (laughs) <laughs> kind of threw a wrench in everyone's belief that, Oh, Kingston's gonna take the whole thing or, you know, get to the finals. So yeah, that, uh, that definitely swerved me. Uh, yeah. what do you think about the promo, Chad?
1: Oh, I loved it. Um, that like beaten serious Eddie with, uh, was like, I don't know, for some reason really resonated with me. Uh i went from like cool another tournament to oh like i'm all of a sudden like immediately emotionally invested uh i love the uh humble and humble in uh victory humble or yeah humble and victory humble in defeat that uh, line and then uh then contrast the the promo right after it like it's just immediately now i'm like oh shoot i need the next round i need to know who's gonna get some points what's going on like uh yeah, the, the went from uh, pretty interested to, oh, this could be freaking amazing. <laughs> Chandler? Well, it did what it's supposed to do, and it makes me want to watch the next episode of
2: Collision. Because, I mean, like you guys were saying, I think a week or so ago, I said, Eddie Kingston doesn't really vibe with me. I just don't love his matches. And you guys were telling me that he's more of a promo guy. And this definitely sold it. Like, he feels like he was like, yeah, I Came in guns blazing and got my ass whooped. So now I got Brian Danielson, who, I don't know. I think there's only one person who's going to win the gold league. And that's the guy who's about to face Eddie Kingston next week or on collision. So I hear
1: that guy's pretty good.
2: Yeah. Something like that. I think he's a half decent wrestler. So, but it makes me really excited for this match. And I'll pose another quick question to you guys. Does Eddie get the upset here? Does he get all fired up? Is he like, you know what? I believe in myself. That was took his bad lump on the first round and wins it all in the end. What do you guys think?
1: I don't know. I think he goes down two nothing that goes into desperation mode. And then he picks up all his wins and maybe uh, makes it to the final.
0: If we can get him off of ring of honor and back in AEW, I'll take whatever I can get.
2: (laughs) Well played. He's on it now. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Very good, very good. Um yeah, then we get a little uh, impromptu uh fiery passionate promo <laughs> cut by Brian Danielson uh at commentary uh that was kind of cool to me. He uh definitely uh ready for the match, you know, he talked about uh having his orbital bone broken in two places. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, Definitely looking forward to him coming back. Hopefully he can stay healthy, uh, long enough to finish the tournament.
2: Well, he's going to have to fight Andrade again, who, you know, injured him the first time around. So
0: that works out.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I hope they uh,
0: play into that
1: oh me too yeah I, I love it when Brian gets fired up like that dude's just a little force of nature uh I yeah I uh I I kind of hope he wins the whole tournament but at the same time there's so many other interesting ways they can go too. like swerve uh although I kind of think all of a sudden he'd be saddled with those belts and that'd be more of a could be a detriment it's like no nah, you should probably be going on to the world title picture
2: yeah that's why that's why i don't want swerve to win because it's like he'll win all those belts and god it'll look great to see him with all those belts but then it's like okay well he's got belts i don't want him to have and now i don't want him to lose them because then it sucks to have a short reign so it's like ugh. that's why i'm kind of just taking this all at a face value for now like i'm just going to enjoy the matches and look forward to the next week's matches because i already don't like the stakes
0: Maybe Jay White would be the most logical booking for, for winning yeah. the tournament. Yeah. He's my
1: number two. Put it, Throw it out. Put, a it like, you know,
0: a bastard. put put it like, you know, he's got experience with those types of tournaments. And hey, that can quell maybe some of his actual apparent heat right now with his booking. So He is my number Uh, two,
2: like, personal favorite pick to win this whole thing. Like, what you could do is, like, have Jay win all the rest of his matches and maybe have all your top dogs, like, Swerve and Mox, just pie a lot. Yeah. That would push Jay ahead, push them back. Like, you could book it that way. So, I'd be fine with that. Yeah,
1: yeah, especially after uh, last night. I've, like, I've always been kind of, like, okay, I know he's in there. I've seen some of his New Japan stuff. Then, uh, like, his, the, his two tournament matches, I'm like, oh, yeah, this dude is the real deal. I'm so glad he's on this now. It's kind of funny how some people, you're, like, respecting more than some more. You're like, well, I love Swerve, but at the same time, I don't, like, him being in the tournament, like. I just don't want him to yeah. win. Yeah.
2: If if, it, if the If the prize was a shot at the world title, I'd be, championing in the streets with a swerve shirt and two signs and i'd be like swerve for continental classic he's gonna win boys like i'd be all out on the streets but because it's this complicated triple yeah. crown title no i don't really want him to win
1: it like yeah, I, I want him so to win funny. the top prize the it's, top prize. it's so funny that you're like uh this guy i love i really want him to lose just so he could go do cooler stuff it's A strange failure, but at the same time, I was like, I still love the tournament. Like, yeah, oh yeah. It's so it's such a weird I still want swerve to win because I still love swerve. So it's such a weird paradox that they created. Like (laughs) again, that is why I'm just taking this
2: at a face value and like, oh, I wonder what's next, what match is next, and then they'll get to the end, and I'm like, Oh.
0: Yeah. Yeah, kind of like what you said, Chad, like Swerve winning the triple crown wouldn't be a stepping stone, it could possibly be a hindrance, uh, and hold him down. So yeah, I kind of feel what you're what you're saying there. Uh yeah, I'm rooting for Jay White now. I've just rationalized in my head. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'm a white to, apologist. Yeah. A Jay White yeah. apologist.
1: Have, have, have <laughs> you, him and Adam Cole ever had a singles match? They must have. I'm not sure. Yeah, like, they had to have both such good counter wrestlers. Like that is a match I matchup I would actually love to see.
2: They were weren't they at a Forbidden Door? It was like a fatal 4 away.
1: Yeah, uh, but that's why I mean singles match. They yeah. were involved in that, and then he got concussed. Yada yada yada. But uh, um, I think they'd have such a good singles program.
2: I'm looking it up right now. Let's see, Jamie, can we pull this up? <laughs> uh i'm only seeing so i'm seeing two videos from a week ago and then only stuff about the four-way so i don't think so
1: cool, cool.
2: gotcha
0: well uh moving on we've got tony shivani in the ring um uh, they actually backstage uh with sting and rick flair uh we find out Sting's last match will be at Revolution on March 3rd in Greensboro, North Carolina, at the infamous Greensboro Coliseum, where Sting and Ric Flair uh, had a 45 minute commercial free banger of a match. And uh, yeah, Ric Flair put over Sting. He kind of looked either drunk or emotional. You can't tell really nowadays. Uh, but yeah, um, did either of you hear about uh what he (laughs) said in a promo in the rampage after dynamite? Yep, you did chill,
1: I did not.
2: Uh, so he, I might be paraphrasing, but he essentially said, Anyone on uh, any females around the age of 18 to 23 come to my hotel room tonight ew yeah yeah oh i don't know what'd you think of that dave
0: mm-hmm. cringe yeah. uh like i know they're trying to harken back to the old he's like 80. and blah 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 Ric flair but it doesn't work nowadays You calls
1: yeah no, his liver is probably like the liver of a 160-year-old man. But, yeah, no, my uh, my notes, I just said, uh, it felt like they weren't going to let him talk because they both, like, Tony and uh, Sting, were just, like, kind of going back and forth. And I was like, oh, maybe they won't let the creepy old guy talk. they let the creepy old guy talk.
2: It felt like a Joe Biden promo. Like, <laughs> you ever see those memes where they just take an unedited Joe Biden speech or, like, a debate? and they just mime out what he's saying and that's what's funny because it's like what the fuck is he what the flip is he saying
1: oh. um
2: if i just do that every single time i'll remember it better but what they the might, flip Am I gonna have to start
1: bleeping stuff
0: <laughs> um anyways could come up with a funny sound effect Ooh, whatever it like yeah. a bell Oak. dinging ring bell ring bell so,
2: mm-hmm. yep uh anyways so
0: he, i there was a time
2: where he was like, "Commercial free, forty-five minutes, Greensboro." And it's like, "Are you cutting a promo on the the stadium, the the, the city?" The like, past? and so I I've, I've said enough about my opinion on Ric Flair. I don't like him. I don't want to see him. And so I didn't like the segment. That's kind of all I had to say. It just felt I got, rambly. I got
0: like, the thumbnail for the video. What Rick Flair? <laughs> A wrestling poster, Ric Flair versus the past. <laughs> <laughs> book it. The Book, book it, it, Tony.
2: Book it, Khan. Uh, yeah. 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 That, that's my lull of the night, by the way. I'm just going to pin it.
0: Gotcha. Uh, well, after that uh, cringeworthy moment, We've got another match in the Continental Classic. Uh, The Gold League. Roosh versus Mark Briscoe. What a chop fest, man. They were loud. They were echoing through the whole arena. Uh, These two guys were evenly matched. They were made to wrestle each other. Um, It made me wonder if they had ever met in Ring of Honor and if they had I'd like to see some of that yeah, <laughs> at maybe some him point and yeah yeah um yeah Roosh was world champion for a good good minute so um, yeah what a match what a what a couple competitors here uh we get Roosh doing his patented, Slamming the opponent into the guardrails around the ring. Uh, we get Mark Briscoe doing the elbow drop off the apron onto the floor. Uh, a little homage to Cactus Jack there. Uh, <laughs> um, did you guys catch that part where Mark Briscoe's gum falls out of his mouth? I thought it was he a just tooth picks or something. So <laughs> he I just was like,
2: fix it up yeah i was like oh my god a tooth fall out he got chopped so hard and then he just like ate it up and i was like i don't think that's how teeth work guys <laughs> so now that like i heard one podcast they're like oh it was gum i was like oh thank god i'm so glad it wasn't like his teeth
1: that would have surprised me if it was a tooth though
2: <laughs> oh yeah i mean he's getting chopped so hard by Rouge. one of them lands a little too hits the chin
0: yeah uh, commentary definitely laughed when he did that, which made me laugh even harder. Well,
2: they were going to commercial, uh, and then they just see him do that, and they're like, oh, well, we're going to commercial now.
0: Uh, but yeah, evenly matched uh, competition here. Uh, at one point, Roosh uh, tweaked his leg. Uh, we get Roosh kicking out of the froggy bow. But Roosh overcame and hit the Bull's horns for the win. Uh, we get Roosh with three points now in the uh Continental Classic. Uh yeah, great match. You know, you know me. Every any match with Roosh, I'm all for uh Mark Briscoe nowadays, one of my favorite uh upper mid card talent right now on AEW uh yeah nothing but good things um how do you two feel about it
1: uh you know I, I always love the uh the really tough physical ones that uh that oops, spear that Briscoe did uh out of the corner oof, that looked great uh so yeah him and Ricky Starks are allowed to both allowed to use the spear now so that's cool <laughs> mm-hmm. uh yeah, then the, that spill they uh, he took to the outside, uh, that apron move, like kind of was almost like a backdrop or a beel. Uh, it was, that was that bump looked awesome. Uh, yeah, it was one of those like just just happy violence, kind of like when uh, box was you know year ago, like it was like that kind of thing where it's like I could watch these dudes just come out and do this every week. They can, I, I wouldn't even mind. Uh, I think one of the stories that might come out, because they'll all have their own like little stories, is going to be, is Mark going to hit the J-driller? He's went for it in the, each match now, and he's never he they always reverse out of it. Uh, I think that'd be cool if he got a big win by getting to use his brother's old move. Uh, what do you guys think?
2: Well, I was going to say, uh, here's my question, is do you guys think Mark Bristol will win a match in this Classic? Because he's lost to mox and uh roosh so far so i i'd love him to win a match or two i mean he'll probably beat Jay lethal yeah so that's yeah, something yeah um but yeah i think that would be a really good story to tell is the one time he actually does hit the j driller he just wins he pins and wins and you could say it like yeah. oh he's you know they banned everyone from ringside but not everyone's gone Ah. Oh. Mark still getting help like uh, you just got me in the feels wouldn't that be good though <laughs> god damn it Mark Briscoe to win this stupid tournament now Book it, con bucket con um okay but yeah like you guys were all saying this was a really hard-hitting match I mean you can tell when they start off a match in the first second and they're just chopping each other's tits off this is great one thing I was noticing, like typically when you do all these chops, the crowd goes, ooh, or like, oh, like wow, that's a big move. But this one they were kind of like, oh, oh, stop. Oh, too hard, too hard. So I thought that was a pretty fun little bit from the crowd, but all in all, a really good match.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Definitely enjoyed it. Um yeah. Anything with the tournament right now, I'm I'm into um after that we've got rj city with tony storm he asked her how she feels um she said she partied well into the evening spent a little time at the compound jfk was there or one of the kennedys uh she feels fatigued dehydrated and she has a touch of the gout uh he ask, asks her if she's worried about her title match and says she will be fine. Uh, she <laughs> then asks RJ to take off her shoes and the crowd cheers.
1: <laughs> oh, apparently they're they're in a foot fetish
0: market. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what oh, we're yeah. dealing with.
1: Taz, though, come on. Gotta watch out for that gout. <laughs> oh, he cracks me up
2: taz is yeah yeah taz is a treat i you know me i've been a big fan of this timeless tony storm stuff i i literally don't have anything to say about this i i i have nothing to add nothing to take away it's just
0: <laughs> yeah. put
2: her feet out there and she will uh, have yeah. a match i think she they said she's defending her title next wednesday but didn't say who
0: i mean sakura it's
2: not against it she's
0: She's the go-to.
2: I mean, I think Tony Storm just beat her the rampage before full gear, but maybe.
0: Shit. Uh yeah, yeah. Fun stuff. Tony Storm. Uh, what a treat. Um, all right, after that we get MJF with a cane and a uh pretty bad limp uh coming to the ring. Uh, he says he doesn't like Samoa Joe personally, but respects him professionally. Uh, he discovered TNA and found out about Samoa Joe. Uh, says Samoa Joe's the baddest man walking on God's green earth. Uh, Let's see. He says his talents were not fully recognized later on in his career and not afforded the opportunity to be a world champion in the WWE. Uh, he puts over Samoa Joe. He says Joe paved the way for MJF and AEW, and he gave him a big thank you. Um, he says... It's not the size of the dog in the fight. It's the size of the fight in the dog. And uh, if Joe wants to t- uh, if Joe wants to take his belt, he'll have to put him down. Uh, yeah, then we get uh, the strobe lights kicking in. I thought that was kind of a cool different thing to do than the blackout uh that was kind of neat uh i'm gonna call them uh for now the devil gang (laughs) the devil gang show up and try to jump mjf uh one of them has a bat they have mjf held down samoa joe comes out and they scatter on the screen the following words appear in the shadows our game begins. Next week, MJF of Samoa Joe, will you face the unknown in a tag match? Are you a hero, Max? Uh, MJF agrees to the tag match next week. We got MJF saying that (laughs) this is an internal matter, and uh, the Devil Gang has the capabilities to tap into our lighting and broadcast system. Damn, okay. Things are getting real. <laughs> um, is this our our modern day version of uh, this ad has been paid for by the New World Order?
2: The higher power.
1: Yeah, it almost feels like the anonymous uh raw GM. No,
2: get that out of your mouth. Get that out of your mouth
1: it was Hornswoggle, Hornswoggle not take, I've,
2: i I had to deal with paul white jericho and rick flair and the hardies don't put flip, flipping horse woggle in
1: this back to the promo uh chad what did you think so for me this was two very different uh, segments you got mjf in contrast to the whole jay white thing where it was all kind of convoluted and stuff I'm just gonna do a simple face uh, promo. It was just, I, you know, he built the living heck out of uh, his opponent, and then it's like, I have, I have to beat this guy, and it was, it felt very cool to me, authentic. I loved it, and then the devil stuff happened, and I don't know, maybe it's too little, too late. I but I'm like, oh god, I hope they're wrapping this up soon. My belief was not suspended in the least like at one point they mentioned awit security team really the they don't have a security team it's probably bryce Rensburg with a computer watching youtube videos what about the grapple sauce it security team huh everyone's yeah. got it someone is aw <laughs> <laughs> yeah like oh man like i don't know i'd almost wish kind of like uh kind of like the creepers they just drop it and never mention it again uh because like i feel like the first bit i was like this is what i want i just want a cool simple feud it's gonna be an awesome man shoot the lights went out here we go how about you chandler how do you feel on this thing i
2: hate to say it, i don't really care like Samoa Joe has a title match at the next pay-per-view so i should be over the moon but like i'm looking at my calendar here we got a month until that match and i don't really care about anything that's going to happen in between like okay they're possibly going to unmask two people next week i just don't think i care like and it's not like i'm expecting big names it's just what like who's it going to be is it going to be jungle boy that's lame is it going to be adam cole that's lame. Who's it going to be? predictable? Yeah. Like, Will Ospreay, like, there's like very few names you could do, and I don't want to expect that.
0: Ali. <laughs>
2: there, he his still uh, has a non-compete clause. So he's not an option until like mid-December. Same with all those other WWE guys. So. So we
0: can reveal at World's End?
2: Maybe. I'm just at the point where like, here's my plan, right? MJF is injured. We don't know how long, but he's injured. So you just have Joe take the title off of him, hold it for a month. Then at maybe not a month, but at Revolution, Swerve beats him. There you go. Joe gets a little itty bitty run and it would arguably not damage Joe because this is probably his last world title run. He gets a little bit, get some good TV matches. Swerve beats him. That way you keep that swerve MJF match protected. MJF gets to heal. Like, I don't think that's going to happen. I have a bad feeling MJF is just going to win. But that's what I would do if I were booking this. But again, I don't know how truly bad his injury is. How did you feel about these two segments, Dave?
0: Um, Yeah, I'm with Chad. Like, the whole babyface promo and building up Joe and uh coming back with like you know despite all that you're never gonna beat me uh yeah and then we got the like the apple dumpling gang over here uh pulling some kitty stuff that yeah i just it it kind of i'm lost or it lost me i guess oh and another uh, yeah. thing
1: what's okay so like they're sneak attacking guerrilla warfare guys and then it's like but i challenge you to an honest to god tag team match it's just yeah i don't know that's, it's like,
2: that's what all of them do. all of these sh- bad crappy uh hidden tag team groups they all do that retribution did that ace and aces and eights did that in tna so yeah, that's stupid. And it's also like this is four guys and it took one Samoan Joseph to beat them all. Like I love I-, I love Samoa Joe. That's a little too much. Like it's four on two.
0: See it on it.
2: I don't care. I like I just want to see the match at this <laughs> point. I hate I hate to be that negative cuz I really am <laughs> like trust me. I really am excited about the Continental Classic. I really am looking forward to all the future matches. I don't really care about the world title scene right now, even though it's MJF and Samoa Joe. I just... I just don't really care.
0: Um, Yeah, I think the only division I could care less about would be the tag team division. Like, what are we doing?
2: Well, the Golden Jets have that tag title shot. They're gonna get that any day now.
0: They are. They are. They're winning. Uh. So yeah, after that weird, uh, the Devil Dumpling Gang tried to jump MJF That's the name right there. Uh. We have we got Tony Khan officially approving the tag match. Uh, then we got Wardlow versus Ar Fox. Uh, I don't know why, but Wardlow had hat head. It looked like he had maybe something covering his head. I think he just uh, got him from
1: a nap. He was sleepy.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't know what that could be all about. Uh, but we got Ar Fox kicking Wardlow in his head and diving on him twice before the bell even rang. Uh, We got Wardlow getting AR in the ring. We get a big Beal to AR Fox, a 450 splash to Wardlow for only a one count. Uh, We get two power bombs, a centon splash, and a last ride power bomb to AR Fox, and the ref had to stop the match. Uh, That was probably the most... Challenge Wardlow's had and well since he came back anyway, uh, but yeah, definitely part of the uh Devil Dumpling gang for sure. uh With that hat head, uh, yeah, there's no no universe where he's not part of that, right, guys?
2: Yeah, I I think his kind of like solo world title run has kind of gone cold already and one of those devil dumpling gang guys have used as you have been calling them does look a bit bigger and tall it just does feel a little bit weird like for someone to be so close to MJF and like personal like tied with him and he's just kind of a lackey for this devil dumpling gang what do you think Chad
1: uh actually yeah that is a good point uh it's it is hard to see him uh being a goon yet again uh i don't know i gotta let this play out a little bit but yeah uh i don't know my uh my actual notes about the actual match were almost a haiku actually it just says ar starts quick i hope this is competitive it was not
2: <laughs> i i did like the like the beginning where he's jumping on him and you know hitting 450s and then uh like Wardlow just threw him across the ring and i was like oh it's over but i will say i do like that i mean i don't know if he's always done this but Wardlow doesn't really pin him he just beats him until the ref is like all right all right all right that's enough put what yeah, it, it out
1: we need to get the ralph wiggum uh stop it stop
2: it he's had enough He's already Uh, dead.
0: (laughs) Maybe. Uh, Yeah. Um, But yeah, real quick, it looks like in our live chat, we've got about 41,000 people watching live and uh, not very many likes or comments. I'm kidding. (laughs) There aren't any people watching us. I was like, you guys uh, didn't set up Twitch, did you? (laughs) one day one day uh but yeah uh apart from my little joke there uh yeah give us a like uh comment on our video uh and if you're feeling really really generous subscribe to us Uh, (laughs) click that bell uh figure out when we've got our next video coming up uh We like to premiere a video, not every single day, but almost every day. Um, Yeah, we'll review mainly Dynamite, Collision. Uh, We've been dabbling a little bit with WWE, with the uh, CM Punk revelation. Uh, That seems to be what a lot of people want to know and hear about out there. But uh, yeah. Uh thank you for watching our video. Definitely uh like I said, like, subscribe, comment.
1: Oh, yeah. Speaking uh, of uh other content too. Um uh, the uh Roseland Sevens coming up in a little over a month. Uh we should definitely do a review show on that because uh dude, it's looking like a fire show now. Sky blue, yeah. Alex Show Prestige
0: Wrestling, yeah um our local wrestling promotion that uh we've been going to for a couple years now right chad yeah
1: yeah um yeah yeah Uh,
0: roseland too actually yep yeah um yeah i was kind of messing around on twitter and i came across uh a promo from drexel uh calling out amira yeah they,
1: they uh,
0: it, it was like yeah it was really cool like it showed literally her in the crowd she was a fan at roseland one in front row had never been to a wrestling show in her life and they got footage of her there and yeah and now she's literally wrestling drexel so
1: she was ring crew for a while we got to chant at her sweep forever
0: yep that's yep. awesome. Yeah, yeah, they had all kinds of debris in that ring from that crazy match, and I love that venue, the Roseland. Uh, for for wrestling is sweet, too sweet.
2: Oh, yeah.
0: oh, yeah,
2: oh, I get that <laughs> reference. I get that.
0: <laughs> um. So yeah. Um, after that, we get a little uh, um, <laughs> little scary uh, footage of Dante Martin's leg break. They actually showed the wiggly, uh, floppy leg injury uh, that happened at Ring of Honor, doing a Canadian Destroyer onto a ladder. Uh, I think Penta... Did it to Dante Martin or the other way around? I can't remember. Penta did it to Uh, him. Okay. But, yeah, it showed the uh, flippy floppy uh, leg. Um, Yeah, definitely. uh, That kind of reminds me. uh, You guys should check out our – we'll put it up right here or here. um, A video about pretty serious sports injuries that we uh, covered not too long ago. yeah, pretty, pretty brutal. Talk uh, about
2: Sid Vicious, that silly little goober. Had a great time. Yeah, a
0: little UFC shenanigans. Uh, but yeah, uh, check that video out too. Um, let's see, we've got Top Flight, Action Andretti versus The Hardys and Brother Zay. Um looks like dante martin put on a little bit of muscle mass uh i know chandler you had never seen him before probably at all but did you kind of notice that chad like he had a broken leg so he can clearly just like
1: yeah on his
0: like
1: actually yeah that's what uh chris Statlander actually said that happened to her when she uh when she went out with the uh knee injury on uh i think AEW unrestricted she was like yeah you know once i got over feeling sorry for myself and it, she's like all i could do is work the top so all of a sudden she came out of that injury and she's just had those big broad shoulders and yeah i think it's probably the same thing for him which is well can't do anything with this so he just probably started lifting a ton of weights uh yeah it's it's funny when people go away and come back and come they're always all swole uh randy orton <laughs> too yeah oh my gosh uh but yeah what'd you guys think of the match
0: um crazy spot fest you know you got two high flying uh you know the hardys are definitely watered down and not in their prime clearly but they they put on a good show um i did I had a funny feeling when the match started. I'm like, man, Brother Zay is wearing a private party gear. We're going to get Mark Quinn returning tonight. But no, it didn't happen. (laughs) I heard he's cleared and ready to go. Um, I want some private party back in my life.
1: Private party versus Top Flight? No trios? Just, oh my gosh.
0: Dude. Yeah, give it to me, please. Um, but yeah, uh, definitely a high flying match, a lot of, uh, death defying maneuvers. Uh, what do you think of, uh, Dante Martin for the first time Chandler?
2: Uh, you guys are going to hate me for this, but uh, first off top flight and action and All three of those boys impressive as hell look like phenomenal talent. And then of course the last time I saw brothers, a, I said, yeah, he looks really good uh before i watched aew the one of the biggest criticisms i ever heard was that it was just kind of flippy shit and you know it's just guys doing flips all around each other and at least in my watching i haven't felt like that but this match i kind of felt like oh this is just kind of like flips just to do flips and they all looked great and they were all performed well but for me i was just kind of like eh like maybe it was just that i don't like the hardies and i didn't want to see them go after them so i didn't really care but uh uh top flight all three of them look fantastic they're gonna be great wrestlers um they just seem like the blandest people on earth
1: yeah kind of like when i was uh when we were talking about strickland how he can do athletic cool stuff but his stuff all looks like motivated and real and then you have the other side of the coin, which is you've got these really athletic guys, and it feels more like Cirque du Soleil. It's just wow, that's really pretty, but it's also very unbelievable, scripted looking. Because oh, he's got to scoot over to get in a position for this. And yeah, that's it's kind of funny how there's almost sort of two ways to go about that crazy athletic uh, thing. And yeah,
2: like, I say that. Oh, but next like, week where they teased the next triple. Or oh, going to be
1: incredible.
2: Oh, I don't care. That's going to be the dumbest shit ever. I'm going to eat every second of that up. So I just wanted to like point that in there. Okay. Like, yeah, this match I didn't really care about, but whatever they do that six man tag,
1: I'm a oh, I'm going to yeah. shit my pants. But I mean, like, but Penta has that, he, he can do the weirdest most of wild stuff, but it's still, it to me, it still always feels super impactful, and it's and it he's just so good at it, he makes it look, like, legit. Like, there's no reason he should be able to do 700 spins in the air and make it look as cool as it does. Like, that that dude's definitely got a generational skill. So, but, uh, yeah, the chance to, for those two teams to mix it up, you, you're right, you'll probably be like, huh. I don't even care that this is uh this is like a John Woo film. This is dope.
2: This week all my notes were flippy shit but bad. Next week it's gonna be flippy shit but good. Yeah.
1: No, that's <laughs> funny. My my thing, because usually I just have like the match title at the top of whatever section we're on. This one says trios kinda don't care. <laughs> uh but then as a but it worked as a setup to get you to this thing. You're like, Oh, that was kind of cool. Oh, no, that's what I want. Like, if that was their intent, they did it well.
2: Mm-hmm. I would agree with that.
0: <laughs> um, looks like Darius Martin, Dante Martin, and Action Andretti end up winning with uh Darius in action. Uh, want a shotgun drop kick on. Um, Brother Zay and then we get a spinning Uranagi from Dante Martin uh, to Brother Zay for the win uh, backstage we got Penta, Commander and El Vikingo challenging them for that three-way match uh, and that is what we are all waiting to see um, El Vikingo is going to be I don't know Rey Mysterio level legend. I think if he can stay healthy, <laughs> yeah.
2: I wonder if the the fat will make a big pull whenever his contract is. He with double A right now, or or triple A, or with CMLL. Whenever his contract AAA. is done with triple A, is he gonna stay there? Is he gonna go to AEW? Is he gonna get picked up by WWE?
0: I'll probably go to AEW. I would if I had to put money on it
1: yeah yeah although WWE has been uh they got what Dragon Lee so like they're getting some uh similar similar type of talent coming over so uh it's always nice when the land of the Giants gets a little more broad yeah one of the best yeah.
2: people working right now is Gunther he wrestles like no one else alive that's probably a stretch but
1: one of the best currently so yeah. yeah amazing intercontinental run right now too and he he beat the snot out of the miz so that always makes me happy that match was
2: five plus stars
1: <laughs> 6.25 dude with the most punchable face yeah yeah yeah. let's just rail him with chops for 10 minutes
2: my favorite thing about gunther matches is like unless it's like a top tier like the one with Sheamus or the triple threat <laughs> There's a point where it's like 10 minutes in and he's like, all right, I'm over this. And he just like batters them as hard as he can. It's like two moves in a row and then just pins them or like forces a tap out. He's one of the best alive.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah, he did a podcast a while ago and it was really strange hearing him talk out of character. He's such like just a nice, lovable, humble guy. And I was just like, I don't like this. I know this is the real one, but I, I want the fake one. <laughs> Where's the ring out? not the
2: man behind the ring out.
1: Yeah, He's just so nice. And he's like, I know my job. It's to be the big guy to eventually be overcome, and I don't mind losing. And I'm like, oh, shut up. I don't want to hear this. <laughs> Wait, he doesn't mind losing. When's the last time he lost?
2: <laughs> when? <laughs>
1: Uh, anyway, back to AEW because Dave is, a de- derailed there. It Dave was, is it crying. Was just a real weird weekend.
2: Dave is like, please, Gunther, go to AEW. That would be <laughs> that would be fucking ins- <laughs> <Yeah. flipping laughs> insane. Could you imagine Gunther I'd rather have, AEW?
0: I'd rather have KO. Mm. Kevin Owens? Yeah.
2: Wow. Well, only,
1: only if El Generico came with him.
0: Yep. I want the uh, what's the Mount Rushmore faction with the Bucks and Cole. Yeah, I yeah. don't know anything about that. I'm gonna take your word for yeah. it. Ring Ring of Honor, old old stuff. Uh, but yeah, back to AEW. Uh, we've got a TBS uh, championship title defense. Uh, Julia Hart. Versus Emmy Sakura. Um, we're doing the uh, House Rules again. This is a no-submission match. Uh, Julia looks tough, aggressive. Um, we get Emmy Sakura doing her patented big cross body to her opponent against the Steel Steps. I think I've seen her do that to every opponent she's had um, in the past month or two um love it Uh, emmy sakura is uh tried and true a ring veteran uh so powerful i love that uh delayed uh shoulder breaker yeah is that that she does good lord man the power um but uh she was no match for julia we did get a botched moon assault from Julia, she is pulling her opponent too close to the corner to where they have to. Like, Emmy knew it and she tried to like roll over, but it still just looked off. And they tried to play it off like, Oh, Emmy tried to get out of the way, but it got her anyway. Like, yeah, do you guys know what I'm talking about? Like, she needs, yeah, to, I-, I thought the they were placement. gonna have.
2: I thought they were going to go for like a completely different finish because the house rules was no submissions. You can't win by it. So I thought when she put Emmy in the heartless lock and Albury was kind of getting in her face, I was like, that would be a really good finish to have her pass out in the lock. And then Julia just pins her after that. Like you you tapped out. You, I did not win. I still beat you. That would have been a really cool finish. And then that kind of botched with the moon salt, So it was a little odd, but I mean... I moonsault mean, is a very hard move to hit and hopefully she just kind of learns from it like alright I right, I'm just they're too close to the corner I'm just got to put them out what do you think
1: Chad uh oh man I was really just enjoying listening to you I kind of want you to book some shows for me maybe we could animate it or something it'd, Ooh. Be, it'd be really cool but that? I'm sorry wouldn't that be a cool finish you can do so much that, with this I, house rules stuff I love your finish I'm, uh, and it would have would have made it from like her being like oh man she's like is such a good wrestler now she's improving to oh crap like that she's a force, scary that's the force to be reckoned with it, it could um, really
2: like put over the heartless maneuver like if she gets it into you like she's gonna hold it until you pass out so don't get into it
1: yeah darn i, I really want your version of the match now uh but i I loved it it was funny earlier in the day i was listening to uh what cultures preview and uh by by the time they are doing their preview they still hadn't announced what the match would be yet so they're like i don't know it'll probably be an amy sakura match of some sort so when she came out i was laughing uh but she's kind of becoming my favorite like well nothing going on throw her on because she's like just amazing uh You know, when she did her sort of Freddie Mercury uh, gimmick, I didn't know that person was under there. Oh, man. Uh, So I had a a, hard time taking her serious. And now I'm like, ooh, she's scary.
0: She kind of took that place of uh, Serena Deeb, I feel like. Just plug her in Would you hear? don't have much she's been dealing with something like she had, I think these rumors of backstage heat were bullshit. According to her. No, she she was having seizures.
2: Yeah. Okay. So you guys know, yeah, she was having like full on seizures and they're working to, is she cleared or is she
0: almost cleared? Cleared. Cleared. Yeah. That's good. There was no booking issues. There were no, no backstage heat. It was all medical and, and the internet wrestling community had to, you know, Assume things and well that all was that, the,
2: so. that was the case with Bray Wyatt because he was setting up a feud for mania and then he disappeared. And typically with an injury or anything, they'll go, Oh, he broke his arm, he broke his foot. But they just said it's a sickness and they didn't say anything, and nobody knew, and no nobody the public did not know until he passed. So and everyone was like, Oh, is it booking? Do people not like him? No one wants to work with him. No, he just got sick. And, you know, people don't like that in the social media age, but people's health is not your problem. Like, just it's the same thing with Malachi Black, where he just was like, no, I just need to take a few weeks off. I got some family shit. I got some important things to work on. So, you know, if only these wrestlers could come out and say, I'm going to be away for a little bit, please respect my privacy. Only the Bucks do that when they're heels, but
1: ah. at least she's coming like, like back. With the, they all deserve an off season,
0: like with the uh, whole CM Punk thing. Like the whole thing is like, ooh, is he? Is someone mad at him? Like, did he have some kind of altercation? What do people think about him? And now they're trying to turn an interview with Kevin Owens where they're like what do you think of CM Punk coming back and he just had like a real quick like one sentence kind of oh, answer
1: dissecting it
0: and then they're like well what do you think of Randy Orton oh i love him he's great and talks for like 5 minutes about Randy Orton and they're like oh well he must have a problem with punk so like it just it's crazy how it can get out of hand and well, that- assumptions And I guess, like, technically we're part of the internet wrestling community. Oh, yeah. But it it can be so toxic.
2: Well, something (laughs) with that, like, I don't know. People just don't think clearly. Like, Kevin Owens and Randy Orton have worked in the same place for seven years. Kevin Owens and CM Punk, as far as I know, have never worked under the same roof. Maybe Ring of Honor way back in the day, but you get my point here, right? Of course, he's gonna have something to say about Randy Orton and not something about CM Punk. Randy Orton has been controversial for twenty years. CM Punk was controversial two months ago. <laughs> yeah. People just don't think clearly yeah. when they're on the on the line. Right.
0: Um. But yeah, I guess we got a little off topic here, but uh. <laughs> Next up, we've got RJ City backstage with Mariah May. Uh, she talks about uh, being in stardom and having quite the run. Um, she They keep talking about Tony, 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 and I kept thinking they were talking about Tony Storm, <laughs> but they're talking about Tony Khan. Uh Mariah Mae did the kind of like weird like coming on to him thing again. Uh, I don't know. I'm I'm loving it. Uh, but yeah, she goes into Tony Khan's office. I assume to try to get her first match. Um, I haven't actually watched any of her matches, and I'm probably gonna sign myself a little homework to be a little prepared before I watch her first AEW match um but yeah I, I, from every everything i've heard and read she's pretty damn good so yeah, yeah. bring it on and i
1: so yeah same i'm not super familiar with her but i the things i have heard it's like ooh, she's gonna have some bangers
2: yeah, yeah i'm excited to see her wrestle uh i have nothing to say about like the promo or segment but if it just means that she's gonna wrestle soon i'd love to see what she's made of
0: yeah. right after that we get Christian Cage in the ring Um, at first he has security uh, calls out Adam Copeland to come to the ring uh, ends up sending the security away he ends up telling Adam Copeland that he's sorry uh, the crowd chants bullshit Uh, He tries to manipulate Adam Copeland, bringing up their childhood, and uh, his father taking him in and brings up Adam Copeland's mother, passing away. Um, Christian Cage goes to uh, hit Adam Copeland with the TNT title, but Copeland kicks him in the balls, and he tells christian cage to uh gfy uh yeah did that come through on your feed chad it sounded like they caught it late oh yeah yeah like, the uh
1: yeah they uh the sensor happened like way after
0: yeah that was yeah, like uh, they tried they meant to right
1: oh yeah 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 <laughs> i heard uh i think i heard on the um the east coast feed they completely missed it then they kind of got it better on the west coast (laughs) that's funny uh
2: Uh, yeah i mean um i mean honestly i thought it was a pretty good promo between the two i'm hyped for the tnt title match next week uh i'm gonna call him edge for the rest of my life but adam copeland finally got the receipt with the go flip yourself so that was pretty nice and i mean just Chris the entire time trying to be such a smarmy heel like Let's do it as a tag team. Just you and me, buddy. And, you know, Adam Culport just saw through that. So I thought it was a great promo. And, you know, with that and then the tag team match and then three Continental Classic matches, that's going to be a busy Dynamite next week. Yeah,
1: yeah. It almost feels like they could have another special, like a winner's coming type of thing. It's going to be such a stacked show. I think that's
2: the week after, too
1: okay cool yeah no that was uh i i man those two are puts me in a happy spot to see them together you could tell they're best friends they just love working with each other uh their their chemistry's so good Like back when i was uh still on the the old wwe network the uh, christian and ed show was uh I, i i watched that thing uh pretty religiously so uh, great to see them actually have a good one-on-one with some FaceTime. Mm-hmm. That just looks at him, dumbass, after he kicks in the junk. Yeah. Uh, uh, but according to my advanced math, I think Christian's going to win. Because he uh, Copeland's stance stood tall in that. Or does that only apply to pay-per-views?
2: No, I think Ooh. it's just big matches yeah. in
0: general. How good would Copeland look with that belt, though?
2: Well, Adam Copeland's been wanting to tell the story. Basically, what Ric Flair had in WWE when he retired the first time, where it was, I'll retire when I lose. And so he would win and do whatever he could. And so Adam Copeland's been wanting to do that for a while with a title. Like, I'm going to win this title. I'm going to hold it, and I'll retire when I lose it. So... I'm not against it. Like, this is one where genuinely I'm fine with it going either way. But if I had to pick one, I'd probably pick Christian. Just because he's on such a great run right now, beating Adam Copeland in Montreal would be a big increase to this. Yeah. And I, I you kind of have to have a younger guy beat Christian for it. I don't know which younger guy, but that's just my feeling right now. Like, I feel like that would mean a lot more. But I'm fine with where it goes either way. Honestly, I think a big Adam Copeland babyface win would be good.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think having I think having him lose so they could like heat it up to the next level too, and because otherwise this is it still feels too fast. Like I think they have a lot of story they can tell. So uh,
2: maybe maybe Kill switch and the Prodigy interfere and make Adam lose, and then Christian is fighting some other young upstart. And then Adam causes him to lose, and then they have their blood match in a cage or something.
1: Yeah. And then they have the the Cody Dustin finish, they're just both drenched in blood and hug, and then it's uh tag team time.
0: Yep. Speaking of uh drenched in blood, um I think I would like I like where you were going with uh Kill Switch and Nick Wayne interfering, blah blah blah. It should be Gangrel interfering. <laughs> This,
2: people have been wanting him to come back for years. It was really He's like wrestles. It was really rumored that he would be at a uh, Edge's uh entrance this year at WrestleMania. Like everyone thought he was gonna do
1: it, but I don't know, maybe he'll come out. Yeah, yeah didn't uh wasn't he gonna come out for a W and then uh Edge did the brood thing and uh in WWE and then they canceled it. They're like oh, Is that real? Yeah, really yeah. Why have they done anything with Gangrel since then? They did a couple Ooh, well. small things.
0: Oh, there's um, time.
1: He was on the, de- the deletion. Time. One of the Hardy's videos.
0: The Ooh. uh cinematic uh Hardy compound match. Um but yeah, I think that would uh that would be nice. Yeah, there's plenty of time for him to come in and uh give us that nostalgia hit we crave um but yeah i'm uh looking forward to uh to the match in montreal um what's montreal like chad um
1: you know um i have a lot of uh a lot of um preconceived notions but i've never actually been But, you know, uh, French Canada is a very interesting place, very artsy, and uh, darn good food, though. Poutine, uh, smoked meat sandwiches. If you remember, I made that for you guys, the Tragically Hip. That's what it was actually based off of Montreal thing. Wow. Yummy house-made pastrami sandwich. That thing was dope. Ooh. People loved it. Uh, But anyways, uh, yeah very much looking forward to that. Uh, What happened next?
0: Well, we've got our main event, uh, Gold League uh, for the Continental Classic. Jay White versus Swerve Strickland. Uh, I love how it felt like a fresh matchup. I feel like they were definitely evenly matched. Um, Did anyone catch... That weird moment when Swerve kind of threw Jay White over the guardrail, and that one weird fan was like grabbing him.
2: Yeah, that the was...
0: security had to come up and ah, yelled at him.
2: When I watched it, uh, for a second I was like, "Is that a plant? Like he's just not letting him go." But no, Swerve was like, "Hey man, like <laughs> let him back."
0: Yeah, I wrote that down. I wanted to. Mention it, but uh I feel like that when the match really started to heat up and get really good is when uh swerve uh like back to back hit a tieris, a flatliner, and a vertical suplex for a two count. Uh just smooth fluid motion into each move. The way he like can like I don't know, it's like a martial art, like, flow. He can just go to move to move and just, like, unbelievable. Like, I'm such a of fan now, I can't even handle it. Uh, (laughs) uh, We get Jay White getting a two count from a beautiful Yuranagi. We get Swerve uh, snapping the arm of Jay White. Love that move. There's something going on that they've got snapping that they time with that under the ring, or someone in the crowd has something. Do you hear that?
2: Oh yeah, timekeepers just got some salary. They just go right yeah. as soon as he there's does it.
0: There's something they got that, that I hear a snap, but uh, which is cool. I like how they, you know, play into that. Uh, we get a. Swerve stomp uh onto Jay White for 2.99. Like I thought he had it, like that's his finisher basically. And uh we get Jay White hitting a blade runner out of nowhere. Um swerve rolls out of the ring. Uh that kind of reminded me of how the stigma around DDP and the diamond cutter he could hit that puppy out of nowhere in any angle any way and that kind of like like man he can hit that blade runner literally out of nowhere and i i kind of appreciated that um then we got uh swerve winning with a beautiful rolling counter to another blade runner uh jay white was definitely in shock uh Swerve won it clean. One, two, three in the ring. Uh, Great match. Uh, Again, fresh matchup. We really need a big, you know, take all the talent, shake them up, and let's get a new new, uh, bunch of feuds. And we're getting it now. So, yeah, nothing but good things to say about it. Uh, I want Swerve to be world champ. And I want Jay White to win the Continental Classic. Uh, thoughts, gentlemen?
2: I agree. Uh, if you told me like two weeks ago or even just before, right right before Full Gear, that uh, they're going to do Swerve and Jay White, I'd be like, oh, that'd be a good Swerve match. I don't really care. But I think as soon as they were like hot announcing it and they were getting up to it, I was like, I'm really excited for this match. Like. I think that's what makes this tournament so great is we're seeing all these matches that we're, we weren't going to see anytime soon. I mean, guys in the next weeks, we're going to get swerving Rouge, swerving Mox, and swerving Briscoe. I don't know. That's pretty, that's pretty good. couple of weeks coming up. That's just one guy wrestling three other guys. I'm ignoring the other show here and I'm ignoring all the other matches, but you get my point. Like, we got a good couple of weeks coming up. So I, yeah, this part of the Continental Classic, I'm absolutely loving. Uh, and of course, Swerve looked fantastic. Jay White looked fantastic. Uh, I think my favorite part, I mean, I don't know, just the entire match looked great. Uh, Jay White's deadlift German suplexes. I don't know, something different about them. They're great. Uh, what did you think about this match, Chad?
1: Oh yeah, like for all the reasons you did. Um, one of the things that really struck me, which I thought was such a cool idea, was having Brian Danielson uh, do commentary on all of the uh, the tournament matches. Uh, I hope they keep that with a different wrestler in the tournament every week. That'd be kind of dope. But uh, he let Lens he added so much to this match in particular, just him like being able to like. Credible in how he deconstructed, like pointing out, like, swerve beat the defense of Jay White with a defensive move. And they're like, oh, yeah, like, kind of, it makes you like appreciate everything even a little more. So, uh, yeah, I thought, um, like, nothing but, nothing but home runs on this week's, uh, Continental Classic ones. Uh, and yeah, like you said, it's just, it's snowballing into so many more stories and stuff to go on. And, um, yeah, like you said, not not just the next few weeks. Like this will this hopefully still into months and months worth of good content. Uh, how about you, Dave?
0: Um. Yeah, I agree for sure. Um, yeah, this should uh, be quite the uh, feud maker um, of a tournament here. Um, and did I catch it correctly that the two competitors with the two highest scores will wrestle each other yeah. and then those two will each wrestle yeah each so, other the blue league and the gold league is that how they're and doing one,
1: it one. yeah
2: oh
0: Did they explained that tonight right yes. or yeah. so
2: Swerve and mocks next week well, wow
1: well, right. after um, everybody's caught everybody, we have to get through the whole round yeah. robin. Series. Oh,
2: yeah. so they, yeah. do, they do the round robin, and then yeah. after the, the, the round the robin. Point, yeah,
1: the two points leaders have a semi-finals it. match to get into the finals.
2: I like love that. It. I like that. So you, you,
1: have, have, uh, you definitely have at least one rematch in there, too. I missed that. That's really cool. Man. Yeah. I will
2: love, it's going to be like the Roman and Cody match from this year. I'm going to love every single second of this tournament until the last 30 seconds. That's and then I'm going to go, all right, well, well, what's next?
1: Mania 40 it is.
2: Yeah, baby. He'll unless, finish the, the rock soon. Comes out. I'm not joking. You know how much it depresses me when a lot of people are saying, oh yeah, Mania 41. And <laughs> I don't. i kind of believe them like emotionally i don't know if i could do another year of this i think they're gonna have reigns beat hogan's record and i i don't care but that's what they're gonna do so (laughs) aew
0: oh man uh yeah do we have uh any other topics that have been in the news the past couple days that kind of have uh, resonated. I know we got some QT Marshall uh, resignation news.
2: I was just going to bring up the next three matches for Collision, if anyone wanted to know. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah.
2: Of course, we have Danielson versus Kingston. That's the only one they were like, hey, this match is happening. Uh, We also have Garcia versus Andrade. So this will be Andrade's first match in the Classic. And then the two winners from last week, Claudio versus Brody King. So... God, I think <laughs> I think Collision might be a good show this Saturday. Just a funny feeling. Oh no, we're gonna get Brody Brian
1: Danielson.
2: Really? No I Brian
1: Danielson. Yeah.
2: Can you believe that one? Wow, <laughs> I think oh, I think that one's Claudio will win. I hate to say it, I think Claudio was gonna win that one. I, I've been saying Brian's gonna do With... a clean sweep, but. If they're looking to build the next generation, and I don't know how old Claudio is, but I mean, uh, he's not the one retiring. Yeah,
0: but yeah, cool. Yeah, good, uh, good call mentioning the uh, blue league matches coming up.
2: I'm gonna try um, to. I'll try to write him down because they do announce them when they get to the main event, but
0: just yeah, to have. I'd, him. I'd, I try to, too. I just don't remember every time. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that. we got uh, uh, just going to just... talk about QT Marshall. Yes, sir. Uh, all my favorite AEW talent, producer, and trainer. You. um, QTV will no longer be on AEW, AEW television. I'm crushed um
2: i never got to see a single episode he just um, came back and said hey guys qt
1: marshall's back and then wow wrestle luchadors now
0: wow what will aaron solo do now who yeah right who he's been qt marshall's lackey who knows (laughs) um he's legally blind in one eye i know that Mm. A go go. Yeah.
2: Was it something um, that happened in wrestling or just something happened?
0: He was a boxer before he was a wrestler. An Olympic boxer, I believe. For, was he uh, legally blind England. before
2: he started AEW?
0: Yeah. In one eye. Huh. Um, yeah, huh. it was weird they didn't feature him at all in all in. So yeah, that would have been the place. Um, yeah, so no more QT Marshall. Um, and we got, I believe, Serena Deeb cleared to wrestle.
1: Yeah, that'll be good to see some of the matchups. She's been gone for a while. There's definitely a lot of new, uh, new things they can do with her. New, new people she can, uh, humiliate.
0: Do you want heel or face Serena Deeb, Chad?
1: keel a thousand percent she is one scary person and i love it
0: did uh yeah i
1: guess you, you didn't really get to see much of that huh chandler uh,
2: not in she wasn't in wwe for a long time or she wasn't featured for a long time and when i started watching she was nowhere near AEW. so
1: maybe uh maybe she'll try to make the jump and they can restart the uh, straight edge society
2: you already got Luke Gallows and CM Punk. That's yeah. two thirds.
0: Yeah, man, I thought it was going to go the other way. I thought they were going to do it in AEW. They were all kind of there for a little bit.
2: They were in TNA for a bit, right? Or New Japan, or what? Like they were just kind of mucking around the yeah. non WWE scene, and then they AJ were part was part like of the. That...
1: They were part of the what? Yeah, the elite. Mm. Yeah and bullet club
0: yeah 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 um but yeah that's what we got going on uh don't forget to like subscribe comment we need your support we want to uh keep bringing you content and uh fun entertaining videos uh spicy food sour food weird challenges uh we decided that the next pay-per-view we're just gonna kick each other in the nuts
1: Uh, (laughs) whoa 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 whoa, no wait wait, oh
0: yeah we
1: didn't oh yeah we didn't decide that (laughs) Uh,
0: i'm kidding i'm kidding but uh yeah Uh, uh check out our video uh, it'll be right here or maybe here or here i don't know uh, our death nut challenge chad and chandler uh couldn't get through the whole five bags but they gave it their all oh yeah. see it out did you, did you see
1: the uh the, the silly version i made of that chandler i did it was pretty funny <laughs>
2: thought it was i mean it was edited uh, it really well it got all the highlights and
1: it was really good and silly music got a mm-hmm. love silly music
0: yeah i liked your uh bread eating just got me mm-hmm. <laughs> i needed something i'm sorry Shit was spicy I, the bread didn't yeah. help
2: guys the bread didn't help
0: <laughs> uh cool all right, I think that'll do it for the show. Uh yeah, thank you all oh, for watching. Oh, oh my yeah.
2: gosh. Oh my goodness. I didn't write him down, but we, I already, we
0: can it, call he, it.
1: Up. He introduced the gimmick then he dropped it like it's the uh, the
0: creepers. I know, I know. Um all right, well yeah, yeah, let me do my uh my high point. Um You know, you might think it would be Roosh and Mark Briscoe. Then again, you might think my high point might be Jay White and Swerve. But no, 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 no. I liked seeing a human leg snapped in half, flopping around on cable television as my high point. Uh, It didn't make me queasy. It made me go, yeah, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) <laughs> like it, it was weird. Like it, like awakened it was something. It just <laughs> so became a was,
1: really big GCW fan somehow. Yeah. Yeah. I'm happy.
0: That for was you, my high Dave. point. I'm happy for you on that <laughs> one. And my low point. Uh, part of me kind of didn't love that Moon Salt from Julia Hart, but more so I did just, I'm not feeling Ric Flair. Uh, on AEW television, um, I don't think it was necessary, I think it was done as a favor to Sting basically. And Tony Khan's a big Ric Flair mark, and I mean, they're apparently really good friends too, and they have been for many years. So, did you uh, guys
2: see Ric Flair's tweet about all this controversy? Yeah do you see it dave how bad is it it's like a paragraph long and it's kind of rambly you want me to read it yeah okay uh finish your part and then chad do your high point low point and i'll be looking for it but i'm still listening
0: um but yeah rick flair low point for sure chad
1: uh my uh, my high point was eddie's promo uh It was just so well done and Brian's response. I think both of those were just excellent and it went for, for me, it just turned this, what I find interesting uh, tournament into something that I'm very emotionally invested in, Uh, you know, between the two guys and their juxtaposition. And all of a sudden I'm like really, really intrigued by this whole thing. I was like, oh man, Uh, my low point, uh, I just wrote devil stuff. Not really doing it for me. Who are they? Just all the devil stuff. Oh, yeah. The devil Dumpling Gang. The devil Dumpling Gang. You can't
2: forget them, Chad. Come on. That's best name ever.
1: It is a really good name, man. It's alliterative. I should, don't know how that. Uh, uh, I guess I'm getting old. Look at all this gray. I'm old.
2: It's better than the union of people you ought to respect, Shane. <laughs> uh all right so here's the tweet uh rick flair posted this i want to say today at 243 so this was not that long ago i'm so tired of hearing all this negativity by the way every word is capitalized so i'm so tired of hearing all this negativity i don't need to work and i don't need the money can't i simply enjoy being by my dear friend Sting's side for the next few months without so much hatred and why did you sign a multi-year contract sorry I know I'm old, but that doesn't mean I can't enjoy life. I have earned the right to do whatever I want. I've earned the right to do whatever I want. Just had to repeat that. And I'm exactly where I want to be. I appreciate everything Tony Khan, but I'm more than willing to walk away if I'm embarrassing you and your company. All I can say is I'm sorry. So I don't think that's really a resignation, but it's kind of like, a well, Tony Khan, if you don't like me, you can file me, which Tony Khan won't do that. Fire Just, me. Don't fire me. Fire me. I'm I'm at the point where I'm about to make uh, a wager on Ric Flair being Sting's last opponent, but I'm not there yet. I'm like a week out. But my high point was obviously swerving and Jay. Um, again, ever since, e- even at the start of Full Gear, I've started to really like Jay White. I think he is a pretty damn good talent. They just had him in a pretty bad story where he didn't look good. Um, and of course, you put him against my second favorite wrestler, Working, uh, I'm going to like that match. And this match delivered. Um, and then slight little side note. I mentioned it to these guys earlier, but they've been doing excellent backstage promos with all of these guys afterwards. Like Swerve had a phenomenal one about him winning. Jay White had a phenomenal one about him losing. So if you really want just a little bit more, like a little promo from these guys, because they're not talking, it's just as good as the Eddie Kingston one. And my low point, uh, just not to dog on Ric Flair, that is the low point. I'll say the Tony Storm segment, just because it was kind of a what-nothing burger. Like, as much as I love the gimmick and really think it's funny, they just were like, oh, it's Tony Storm. She took her feet out and the crowd cheered, which I don't have a foot fetish, so unfortunately I didn't cheer, but that would be my high and low for the night. But all in all, a good episode of Dynamite. Like, great matches
0: flew by
1: yeah yeah really well paced show
0: yeah yeah another one in the books uh yeah again i like that we're coming off of full gear we're got a little fresh shuffle um i'm looking forward to find out who keith lee is going after and uh yeah, the Devil Dumpling Gang is not doing it for me. <laughs> what are you gonna to do to when they these, unmask
2: yeah. next week and it's like Ric Flair and Steamboat, are like, Ooh. or like like Hogan and the Dudley Boys? What if it's like a full blown NWO invasion and it's like Hulk Hogan, Kevin Nash? Who else was in it? That's Xbox. still X Pac. I think that would be the worst. All Everyone, Everyone says Tony oh, I, Khan. Everyone uh, says
1: really Tony Everybody that's still alive from that era were probably in the NWO at some point.
0: Yeah. Uh everyone you know, says like, Rick Flair never joined the NWO. He didn't. Oddly enough. He did not.
2: That that is a fact <laughs> that can't be stated and cannot be disputed.
0: <laughs> everyone else did. <laughs> yeah.
2: Even Stinger. Poor Stinger. He didn't know any better.
0: Um, I have a fond memory of DDP accepting the shirt from Hall and Nash in the ring and then turning and diamond cutting I think Hall and then Nash and escaping. Oh, God. What a freaking era, man. NWO. Love it. Um, okay. But yeah, I guess, uh, did we cover it all? Did I forget anything else?
1: Yep, I think we yep, got it.
0: Another good one. We're, we're, we're on uh, Spotify, uh, Apple, Amazon, all that fun stuff in the audio realm, iHeartRadio. Um, yeah, I listened to that uh, the other day. Uh, it was really enjoyable. We, we sound all right. <laughs> on there uh so yeah check that out and uh cool i think that'll do it uh thank you for joining us and everyone have a good one peace bye bye